Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight, I am Peter, that is Tim and we talk about horror movies on this show and we have been working our way through some franchises since last October, uh, slowly but surely and we are returning to one of those franchises today with A Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child. So, movie number 5, this came out in 1989. Tim, what's that face? I'm trying to see like how close I can get my eyes to... like still see but not be like completely shut that's so interesting why you just look like you're squinting at something what are you doing <laughs> I, don't know. I, I was just curious is this the shit i have to put up with in this show is you squinting at me i gotta do something to entertain myself while you're going on that intro i just <laughs> kind of tune out until you ask me what i thought <laughs> so we start spoiler free, as we always do, and we'll give you a warning somewhere in the middle before we get into spoilers. So just just to sum up, just to get previously on Streams After Midnight. Ooh, dun dun dun. Name Jack on Elm Street. The hatch. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Jack went down the hatch? No, Jack found the hatch. Jack found know. the hatch, okay. Solid <laughs> lost reference, all the same. Solid. Yeah. Um Remember when you would hear that boom boom or whatever sound effect? And lost specifically? Yeah. 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 No. Well, yeah. It a, I love the score in Lost. It was it was great. Uh, Mako Giacchino uh, uh, did a fantastic mm. score for that. Uh, sure. But hey, we're here talking about Nightmare on Elm Street. But yeah, so yeah, previously on Screams After Midnight, <laughs> my name is Barry Allen and I'm the fastest smile. No, I'm kidding. All right. So, so previously, <laughs> just just to recap our thoughts on the first four, right? Just to sort of get us to where we are. <laughs> First one, great film, classic for a reason, yeah. really, really solid, mm-hmm. good stuff. Love it. Serious mm-hmm. horror movie, really inventive. Two, mm-hmm. weaker film, uh... <laughs> but not the worst thing ever. It has some sure. solid scenes yeah. and moments. It's not really a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, it's more of a possession movie. Yeah, but... it's, a, it's an interesting artifact, I, I can't yeah. call that one. <laughs> it's interesting. It has yeah. some charm to it, at the very least. It's watchable. Mm-hmm. Three, great sequel. Uh, it's my favourite of the mm-hmm. series. I think it's fantastic. Very I like good. it even more than the first one. I don't think you do, but even you still love it. Yeah, I, I love yeah. the first one a, a little bit more, but I I mean, three is great. I, I really yeah. like it. That, I mean, that's when it gets really inventive. It really brings mm-hmm. in the continuity of the series. Um, big stuff. Four was an interesting one to talk about because mm-hmm. I remembered it being worse than it was, and it actually wasn't too bad. I actually yeah. think I might even like it more than two. Um, oh, and, I, would, I would agree with that 100%. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit goofier. Um, <laughs> it definitely goes a little bit more to the comedy, but the kill scenes are really good. And the whole plot idea where Alice has this power where she's kind of like absorbing the, the, the abilities of the other kids who are dying is actually <laughs> really fun. Something yeah. that is not mentioned once in this entire film, might I add. So. Wait, what? And five. The dream Master? Yeah. Oh, five? Oh, 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 sorry, 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 okay. Yeah, it's not... That entire ability that she had in the last movie, yeah. not mentioned once in this one. Just just True. pointing that out. <laughs> First complaint. Right. But, so we're here now, part five, The Dream Child, and basically the plot of this one, because remember, like, we actually defeated Freddy last time again with his reflection, mm-hmm. I think, was how we, how we beat him at the end. Yeah. That was really random. His weakness. If if I have a critique of the, the series as a whole, is that we keep having new ways to defeat him, and they also <laughs> more bullshit than the last one. Yeah. <laughs> so well, you, you got to keep trying. You know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but hey, so so the press like one, uh, Castlevania. It's like you know they defeat Dracula in every game, but it just keeps getting resurrected. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, there was a joke about that in the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. 
Wait, about Castlevania specifically? No, about Dracula always coming back. Okay, okay. Because okay. Uh, the episode with Dracula, Buffy V's Dracula in season five, episode one. I, a, no, I, oh. I kind of like that episode. Some people think it's like, the people kind of accuse it of jumping yeah. the shark. No, no, that's not a bad. I, I had fun with that episode. I, I think uh, yeah. season five as a whole is one of the best seasons. So, um, is that uh, who, who's like the big bad in that? Glory. One? Oh, okay. Oh, that is a good season. Yeah, good season. Okay. yeah. I like season five a lot. Uh, no, I think it's fun. You know, Xander's in the the uh, the the the. Well, what's the character's name from Dracula? Like the uh, the one who Renfield? gets like, yeah, the one who gets taken over Rainfield, yeah. Um, you, you know, having that role, Buffy doing, doing her thing. But the joke at the end, of course, is that like how, after he's been dusted, the dust all starts to form again, and then she stakes yeah. him immediately, <laughs> and then it starts to form again, and she's like, "I'm standing right here." <laughs> it's a fun, like it makes no sense in the mythology of Buffy because vampires don't come back, but it's really funny. Yeah. So it is funny. Yeah, you know. yeah, I like that. Uh, but hey, so. <laughs> so yeah so where was it so the plot of this one is basically that Alice from the last movie so we keep the main character which is nice mm-hmm. although I do question how she has a completely new set of friends at her same high school uh, all characters who we never saw in the last one except her boyfriend who's also still back from the last one and they also brought mm-hmm. her dad back so I'll give it credit they brought a lot of characters back this time and they mm-hmm. weren't just wiped away at the start of the film so credit to that yep. but she gets pregnant and because she's pregnant Freddie like makes her even though Freddy's meant to be gone, but somehow that makes her dream of when Amanda Kruger was raped by the maniacs in the asylum. Because that was his backstory we found out about in 3. And you get a little cameo from Robert England, actually, I, I guess as the as the father, as the Freddy father. Yeah. You know, he he was... I mean, they, they all abused her, but he was the one who... His seed, specifically, was the... See, I was... Uh, this is disgusting to talk I, about, but you know what I mean? I know... <laughs> yeah, I, I know science. Actually, I've had this discussion many a time with a, a friend of mine. That of course you have. I know science. <laughs> scientifically, it doesn't make sense, but I always kind of assumed that it was the combination of all of the, like everyone that kind of formed Freddy. Oh, like it wasn't just one. Yeah, I mean, as, sperm. <laughs> thematically, that's what we're talking about. But I, I think scientifically, it can only really just be one. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think you can be impregnated by lots and lots of different sperm at the same time. I don't think that's possible. Not yet. Ultimately, there's only one that breaks through and does the deed. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> Why unfortunately? <laughs> what, what real life situation do you want to have multiple sperm? I, I guess if you've got like a surrogate mother for like a gay couple mm-hmm. and you want mm-hmm. both the guy's sperm to like be part of the kid. I mean, that makes sense. Okay, that's an application yeah. for it. That works. Or if like I was going to have a kid and I was like, maybe I want a little bit of the rock. <laughs> <laughs> why would you want any of you though well no i want some of me like, <laughs> no like just little... you have the rock and the way you go for it you can also save money don't don't get the because artificial insemination is like really expensive mm-hmm. just just you know just have the rock run for dinner and just ask him to okay. do it <laughs> oh, yeah i guess that would work <laughs> <laughs> just just, just <laughs> you you ha- you sit with the magazine while she's in with the rock in the other room Ooh. Okay, uh, that's not a bad scenario because I get to, I get to read a magazine. With <laughs> me, so. All right, all right. <laughs> Man, this is some really weird places early on. I did not expect to go down here. Uh, so because hey, of this, Cindy. though, basically Freddy is regrowing in the dream inside her womb, inside her unborn child. And one of the big plot points that comes up is that babies actually dream a lot of the time, like 70% of the time they're asleep. So... Mm stuff can happen to her when she's awake because the baby's dreaming that's a nice plot 
device. I like that. Yeah. That's that's a fun mm-hmm. way to use things. Um, so that's fun. But that's kind of the plot of the movie. And of course, he's killing her friends off, and uh, apparently, killing off her friends is like feeding him more energy to grow in the mm-hmm. womb. And there you go. Um, and I do like that. At one point, her, her friend is actually because like, once they know that they've sort of figured a lot of this out, her friend is basically like, "Hey, would get an abortion just kill Freddy?" And yeah. it's a really good suggestion like it, it probably would work it's, and she's like I'm not going to do that yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah, fair kind of, <laughs> but yeah it was actually kind of like interesting like they don't they don't really explore it that much but it was kind of like oh it's interesting that they're bringing that up yeah I'm glad they brought it up because it's just the first thing mm-hmm. I thought is like well I mean I mean obviously if you don't want an abortion you don't want an abortion but if it's mm-hmm. going to kill a mass murderer who's taking lives by the, by the yeah. by the day you know it's an interesting it, dilemma yeah, and I, I think maybe it, it might have been like a little extra hard because this was the baby of her boyfriend who is now dead. So it's kind of like the last <gasps> thing that she has, you know, of his. Not giving the spoiler warning yet, Tim. Oh, whatever. It, yeah, the kids are gonna die. Guess what? <laughs> it's all. They're gonna be five. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Tim spoiled it for you. The big dramatic death. Um... <laughs> it's like the first death, though. Come on, people. <laughs> is it? Well, maybe the first death, you're right. Maybe the yeah. first one. Um, so, yeah, uh, I suppose I'll ask the question. Tim. Yeah. Tim, Tim, Tim. So, so I was pleasantly surprised that Nightmare 4 mm-hmm. held up. So I was really curious getting into this one, which I also remembered not being very good, how I feel about mm-hmm. this. But I'm going to ask you first. Tim, yeah. did you enjoy <laughs> a Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5, The Dream Child? Uh, I actually kind of do. <laughs> what? Um... What is this? No! <laughs> no you're a fool uh it's the uh, don't get me wrong it's not like a a well-made movie and uh okay just answer me answer me a question before you say anything else Mm -hmm. do you at least think it's the weakest one so far oh uh without a doubt okay like i like i'm not I'm not like a huge fan of two, but I you know, I guess this one would be um, worse of it, worse than it. And and certainly if you kind of, because I, I kind of think of like the dream trilogy as its own kind of separate thing, because it, mm-hmm. it definitely has like the most kind of, you know, through line uh, and it's easily, you know, the weakest of those. Um, but I would say the, yeah, the story really isn't that good. Like there are a few interesting things in it that I do like, but overall it's not great, but I do think like the the deaths are really cool. Like um, there's a, some that I think are pretty memorable, and I yeah you know, I think they look cool, have some interesting effects, and yeah you know, with me and like a nightmare movie, that's kind of like one of the most important things. Like you know you really yeah. want to have like inventive like cool looking deaths, and I think it definitely delivers on that. Um, yeah, Freddy is definitely you know amping up the cheese in this one, which I'm not crazy about. So. Yes, uh, I, I I'm not I'm not gonna say that this is a good movie, and you know it's definitely like the you know <laughs> the weakest of the series so far. But I still like watching it. Like I can't say that you know I don't have fun when I watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's been a really bad year for horror because this and uh, Halloween Five came out in the same year. Oof, oof. I know. What 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 year was this? Eighty nine. Eighty nine, and then uh, five. Uh, that's that's the one with um, where like the little girls having the dreams and the visions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, um, and yeah, this is maybe kind of a, a bigger topic, but I really, really don't like this plot line that I feel like every franchise movie does at some point, where there's like a something kid. about like a child. Yeah. Well, I liked it in Halloween Four, uh, mm-hmm. because because was... it was 
Because I, I like Halloween 4 a lot, but mm. once it got to 5 and it all became about, like, you know, it went deeper into it. It, mm-hmm. it just, that's where it falls down. And here, like, you actually have, like, like a, a dream embodiment of her future son, who's, like, you know, 8, yeah. inside, her, inside her dreams that she's trying to, like, help. <sighs> and then he's yeah. the one, like, so full spoilers, just full spoilers here for <laughs> Nightmare on Street 5. Okay. <laughs> he's the one who ends up defeating Freddy because he kind of, like, yeah. he learns from him and then kills Freddy. Mm-hmm. That was like, uh, that's pretty cringeworthy. Like towards the end, when like yeah. uh, the kid is like, he has like Freddy makeup on, and then he thinks like, uh, like you know, trying to do like a little bit of a Freddy voice. He's like, "Hey, I want to learn from you now." And then I think he even says like, has like a dumb one-liner. He's like, "School's out," and it's like, uh. yeah, he does, he does. See, I, I don't really like the stuff with the kid as much. What I like more is the stuff with Amanda Kruger. Like, I like the idea of her ghost trying to help and fight freddy like that to me is a little more interesting it is i I think my problem with it though is i feel like it had already done everything i wanted from it in three because it's funny you said like three four five is kind of like a trilogy i think Mm -hmm. one one and three are kind of a perfect pair as well three is a really interesting one where it's kind of overlaps and it's like it's either the end of the story or the start of the new one depending on how Mm -hmm. you look at it and you know i think one and three are obviously the better pair compared to the, Mm -hmm. the, the the three four five and if, if I had to make like a like my kind of trilogy uh, is that I, that I think actually works really well is one three and then a new nightmare. I kind of like to lump those. Uh, that works. Yeah, yeah we'll, obviously together. we'll get to new nightmare in a, a yeah. month or two, a couple months, <laughs> and we'll talk about it. But yeah, my my big problem with this is I I feel like the inventive the fun elements of the last couple are gone. Like, in mm-hmm. 3, I love them teaming up, realising that they can take control of the dream. And there is one death in this where the, the guy, like, the comic book artist, kind of tries to do that. And, oh, yeah, yeah. But it feels really hokey in comparison because no one else is doing it. And it's mm-hmm. it's so choreographed when he's like he's, he's drawing these characters. Like, oh, this is the gunslinger dude that I make. And it's yeah. like, oh, you're <laughs> obviously going to turn into that in your dream at some point. And mm-hmm. I also thought they cheapened out on the effect because, like, when he first mm-hmm. goes into the dream, he, he, he gets sucked into the comic and they have this effect on him like he's a drawn character. But as soon as he goes mm-hmm. into the dream, it just turns black and white. I was like, no, do the whole thing animated. Like, Yeah, I... this It's kind of weird because I, I think this is, like, one of the cooler kills, but, yeah, they should have really went, like, full on with it. Because, uh, yeah, once he, it, you know, is like that kind of, like... um panely paper looking thing yeah. uh, i think is really cool and then when he's slashing him at the end and he's like bleeding color like oh this is like a really cool idea these are the kind of kills i want but yeah it, it doesn't uh really do it all the way it, it, it and felt then, just super cheap and just turned to black and white i'm like no 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 no, no. like to have yeah. it all be like paper like to actually do it properly but yeah yeah and then you get probably maybe one of the worst Freddy moments with a uh, Super Freddy, where it's like Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, he turns into like a bulky Freddy, and it's like this yeah. muscly guy playing him, and he's like, "I'm Super Freddy," and he even yeah. uh, he does the Superman little. He's like, "Was oh, it uh, fast?" He says like than a speeding yeah. killer or something like that, and then more powerful yeah, like, than a, a local something. I don't know. And, <laughs> I can't remember what he said, but I, it was I played not that phrase. Lines, but yeah. He's, basically aping the superman line to yeah fit him. honestly the only line from freddy well mm-hmm. two lines i like there's two lines i like from freddy in this one is the the, the really pretty girl who where the mom is like obsessed with having having her be a model and be like a cover mm-hmm. girl so she's always like telling her what to eat and what not to do and show up tomorrow don't mess up your hair all, all that stuff um her death is like freddy shows up at this dinner party she's falling asleep at and he stuffs her face full of food until, so she so was really fat and then she dies the yeah, actual this death one really grosses me out <laughs> Yeah, the actual death, I'm, I'm just kind of whatever on. Mm-hmm. I do like 
Bon appetit, bitch. That's a really funny line, <laughs> all right? Yeah. That's a, it, admittedly, it's, it's a lesser version of Welcome to prime time, bitch. Right, that was yeah. better, but mm-hmm. it was still kind of funny. Also, because mm. Freddy's not around at first, and we have kind of the, the birthing scene in the nightmare where mm. he, he, like you see the baby Freddy, and then he, like he grows and he puts the glove on, and then he stands <laughs> up. He's like, "It's a boy." Yeah, like, <laughs> that's not bad. Like that's yeah, that like, kind of funny. Yeah, it, it's kind of like uh, it, it's definitely straddling the line of like you know the cartoony cheesy Freddy or whatever, but it, it's a it is like a fun moment. <laughs> and I, then, I think yeah, I think I, after those examples though, he does go super into it though, and it. Yeah. The more it went on, the more the movie went on, the more problem I had with like the various things he was saying. Although that said, there's not as much Freddy in this as there was in the last one. I think it's because he's not yeah. there at the start because they have to do the, the whole birthing thing. Mm-hmm. That's true. Now I want to talk about something. The, perhaps the most important thing in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. So so she's got her friend. She's got the, the, the pretty sort of model girl. She's got the, the one who works part-time at a hospital while she's in high mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. I don't know. It's, if it, if it, I, I, I never actually told us what her job was, though. Like she seemed hmm. to have enough power to like call in the doctor. So she because because uh, Alice yeah. wants her baby checked on like a Saturday morning, and her friend has the, enough power to call in the doctor to come and do this. And I'm like, you're in high. You, you just graduated high school last week. Like what? <laughs> Why do you have yeah, this it's power? Yeah, a bit of a stretch. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Alice is still working at the same diner, which I appreciate for continuity's sake. Uh, mm-hmm. But she's with her friend. Uh, nurse friend in her bedroom talking to her about something early on and I noticed something in the background that I couldn't stop looking at once I noticed it and I really don't understand this Tim I hope you can explain this to me okay I was like that looks like a, that looks like legs in the background right there was, it was, it was mm-hmm. like jeans it was like jeans and then there was like you know uh, your, your 80s style like kicks the sneakers with the big flaps right okay and jeans mm-hmm. And then you go, your eye goes up the jeans, up to up to the waistline, and at the top of the waistline is a plant. Mm-hmm. It was a plant <laughs> holder that looked like legs and jeans and shoes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, You're weird. weird. You can explain this to me. This is the sort of thing you'd have in your house. So you you explain it to me <laughs> what's going on here. Uh, I feel like this is the kind of thing that. You would go to, I don't, I don't know if you, you have these kind of stores, uh, but like back when a mall culture uh, was big and people would go to the mall a lot, mm-hmm. you'd have stuff like uh, Spencer's Gifts or stuff, which just has really like weird, wacky, tacky kind of stuff. And I don't know, it probably just fits that line. Weird, wacky, and, like, and tacky. What else? What a yeah. slogan? What a slogan? <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely weird, uh, but... I don't know. It'd, it'd probably fit with something that, uh, like having like a pink flamingo or something on your lawn. But uh, I mean, if you, if you want the real answer as to what happened, though, it was probably like a prop guy that was just like, <laughs> you know, uh, this will be running funny. late. That was like, uh, all right, whatever. What can we put? I wonder if it's something they actually bought, though, or if they just like made it. Yeah, like, we want that in the background. This will be hilarious, and that's the other thing. So I mentioned they didn't um, reference Alice's like power last movie, where she was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, taking in all of the all of the powers of the other people. I mean, I guess you could argue that the baby's taking them instead because Freddy's yeah. like sucking them in, but they never mention. It, it seems like, yeah, it's an oversight to not at least mention it or have her. Yeah, say something about it, or even just something as simple as her saying, "Well, last time I had all the all this extra help because of that. This time I don't. Yeah. This is this is more scary." Um, sure. But nothing. It, ugh, it's a. 
Um, so yeah, and obviously it does that thing where all the deaths look like really bad accidents. You know, you know the boyfriend's <laughs> death looks like a car crash, when uh, really he fell asleep at the <laughs> wheel and Freddy. You know, this is this is such like a weird death scene because he's basically just like being like I don't know, kind of transformed like on the the motorcycle, but it it reminds me of like. I don't know, like something you would see in like a Sega Genesis game or, or something like, uh, like I feel like you'd get like some like weird like old sci-fi game that it would it you know that would be the kind of drawing you'd see on the cover, and then the thing on screen would look nothing like it. But hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, a lot of the deaths don't really stick out to me too much. The comic book guy's death kind of does. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, her friend Yvonne, who's the nurse, she is the one who kind of survives and ends up helping because she goes to find Amanda Kruger's body, which will free her spirit so that she can help fight in the dream world. Um, <laughs> I, I think the ultimate problem with it is that the rules of what's happening is never really well established, and everything that does happen oh, sure. feels like a weird kind of mix of just re- retreading the old ground. Like the Amanda Kruger stuff mm-hmm. feels like, oh, we have to find her body and like free her. That kind of feels similar to three in Friending Freddy's skeleton. You know, yeah. like there's just those elements that feel a little bit similar here or there, um, mm-hmm. and they never really play with the idea that because Alice brings this up, like her and her child are immune because mm-hmm. Freddy can't kill her. She, he needs, yeah, because he, he needs her. Yeah. yeah, he needs her to live so that the, the baby will be born so that he can come into the mm-hmm. world, which is never really explained. That's just what's happening, by the way. There's never yeah. really an explanation for why he can do this, <laughs> um, but like, I was like, do something with that. Have her play with that. Have her get dangerous because mm-hmm. she knows that he can't hurt her like she, she's, oh, yeah. she's got carte blanche she can do what she wants in the dream world when he's around yeah it, it never feels like there's anything that's satisfying where they really like get one over on him like uh that's one of the best things about like uh you know dream warriors is you know these people you know using their powers to really take it to him and kind of you know, you, you want to see him get like the shit beat out of him a little bit, and yeah, it'd be cool if maybe she you know did something more. Yeah, like no, that. I, I think that's a good point. It never really feels like he's ever like perturbed by what's happening. It's not until yeah. the very end where the you know the whole the kid like turning on him and the, the you know Amanda Kruger being in there, um, and you know then we get the the scene of like oh the the kid like turns into a baby and then like disappears into mm-hmm. her stomach, you know, magical. <laughs> and the same thing happens with Freddy. Freddy turns into a demon baby and goes into Amanda Kruger's stomach and then she looks like she's in terrible pain. And I'm like poor yeah, I poor bad for her. Yeah, poor ghost for Amanda Kruger. It's it's like she this is her responsibility when it shouldn't yeah. be her responsibility. She she didn't ask no. for any of this. She was assaulted oh, and no. abused. Yeah. What <laughs> Yeah, like she should be like the ultimate hero, but she's like treated like just garbage throughout the whole series like you know first like they have pretty much like one of the worst things that can happen to her and then like even in death like she can't get any peace no and death <laughs> it's your job to like, keep tabs on them mm-hmm. what but <laughs> i i do like the the ending shot though of like i did think it like it looked cool where it's just going down the hallway and all the doors keep slamming and then breaking open and like i, I thought that looked cool yeah um the actual ending, ending though, where you know it cuts ahead and she's got the baby and her dad's there and mm-hmm. uh, they're they're strolling off and then you just see the girls and the, the skip rope, you know. Yeah. You know? Oh, the, don't forget though, before uh, the they're on the picnic and the the dad's coming over and taking out like as much Pepsi as he can. That's true. Yes, some serious product <laughs> placement. I was noticing that. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, so I mean that's basically the movie. I suppose we have to mention the 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 uh, the stroller, the demonic stroller with all the spikes <laughs> on it. It's um, true. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I have to watch because I, I I like um, I, I learned recently that uh, you wouldn't know what the word pram is. I, I would call this a pram. Oh okay. Um, 
But Strange. stroller. So stroller, you call it a stroller. Or a carriage. Baby carriage. I think that's maybe more accurate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like spiky and it's like <laughs> demonic and it's lethal. Um, which honestly, it, there's a couple of scenes with it in it, like chasing someone. But honestly, I feel like it's only there because it's something cool to put on the poster and at the end of the trailer. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, just have it there at the end. Because I'm looking at the poster right now and it's right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Freddy's holding it in his, uh, in his clawed hand. Because mm-hmm. of course he is. Yeah. Almost makes you think like you're gonna get a movie <laughs> about like Freddy raising a kid, almost like a <laughs> like a, a single dad sitcom or something. I almost wonder if it'd be more ballsy to like, just completely change the genre and essentially turn this into Rosemary's Baby. It's so it's still Freddy behind what's happening, but we don't have the Freddy murder scenes. We don't have like him killing people or hear him talk. We just get the the faintest yeah. hint that Freddy's behind this. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's. I I feel like um, the like story wise, I I feel like Freddy is a hard one to, you know, like, uh, you know, bring back like with with each movie and, and stuff because you always want to have like him defeated in the end. Um, but then yeah, that always brings up the problem of like, all right, well, how do we get him back? And yeah, there's only like so much you can do. Like you can see them kind of going back to the well. Uh, yeah, because yeah, that's that's why I think after three. I mean, four's fun, but it's kind of like, oh, we still have to force it, and then the, the way they defeat yeah. it is kind of bullshit. I think after three, New Nightmare is the only interesting one that kind of does something different, where it's like, oh no, sure. let's, let's do something completely different with it, um, and see see what we can do. So, uh, so I mean, yeah. So I should mention as well, this is directed by Stephen Hopkins, who did go on to direct Predator 2, which I actually quite enjoyed oh. Predator 2. Yeah. Oh yeah, I love Predator 2. So, you know, he, he went on to do that. Yeah. What about else um, he's done, actually? This is, the, this is the two films I knew him for. Oh dear, okay, he's done some bad movies too. Uh, well, this was bad as well, admittedly, but uh, he did the uh, Lost in Space movie from 19, or 1998. Never saw it, but I remember the trailers. Yeah, I, I saw it at the time. I was a kid at the time. It was, yeah. you know, it was the sort of thing I think, that I'd see. Yeah, as a kid, like, I, I just remember, I, I feel like they were really pushing that one heavy. Like, there had to be some fast food tie in or something that I think I remember seeing cups at or whatever. Uh, so that basically killed his movie career, though. He's basically been doing um, TV shows since then. He did a lot of 24 episodes, by the looks of it. My God. Yeah. Can his brother Anthony help him out? <laughs> Give him a break? <laughs> Maybe get that Freddy versus Hannibal Lecter movie going. That was a, that was a terrible joke. That was a, ter- <laughs> was a ter- great joke. What are you talking about? <laughs> that was a terrible joke. Two people with the last name Hopkins. Oh, I'll write a joke about this. I'm hilarious. Oh, well. Yeah, well, thank you. That's a... <laughs> I appreciate that. Look at me, I'm Tim. I'm hilarious. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I feel like you want to. You're trying to say that's an insult, but I think it's accurate. Um, now, I, I do also like the kind of like all the crazy, dreamy stuff at the end, where like them they're they're running like up and down stairs and like it's oh, when it when it like mirrors them and there's like stairs yeah. going upside down and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it feels like there's some stuff like that that maybe. Uh, <laughs> Like, uh, I, I think maybe there's like a little bit of spotty, you know, tech stuff in here that maybe, uh, you know, if this was made a little later, uh, it might have looked a little better. But I did still think it was cool. And I like the ideas of, uh, again, I like a lot of like dreamy stuff. So the more they kind of play into that, uh, the more I like. You know me, Tim. I like rules. I, I like there being a defined set of rules if we're going to do something like this where there's... Fair. You know, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really feel like this movie has any. It's just stuff happens because, no. oh, here, this will look cool. 
and ultimately for me that doesn't quite work especially if i'm not really invested in what the story is and i, never, I really never was like the, the whole baby plot is just kind of like the, yeah like for me like the that's the big weak point of the the movie is the story which unfortunately that's a pretty big you know part of a movie it's a, yeah it's, like, it's a very important <laughs> yes yes it's very the foundation of the movie of which is built on yes <laughs> so like yeah like that's not great but i do uh like you know, I, I do kind of like the characters, though. Like, I still like Alice. Like, you know, it's nice to see her back, uh, even if, you know, she's not as good as she was, like, in the last movie. And, you know, some of the friends, like, I, I don't mind. Like, uh, and, you know, it's hard not to, like, a comic book guy, even if he's, you know, uh, maybe not the best. But, um, but no, like, you know, like, some of the character stuff is okay. And, uh, yeah, again, it, it feels like maybe there aren't as many kills in this but you know the ones that are there they they do stick out to me like the motorcycle you know i think it's cool the um yeah like the stuffing the the uh, girl's face with food is uh, <laughs> really gross to me but then uh, which, and then yeah like the comic book death is cool which by the way actually now i'm thinking about it, that's two movies in a row remember the last movie we we're talking about uh, the character from the third one who you know <laughs> the, you know the arquette's character who died early last that last mm-hmm. movie her mother didn't seem to care that her friends had died, and there was like so. It made me think of that again. This movie because they're at that dinner party scene with you know the with the, the, the you know the, the model potential model yeah. and her mother, and mm-hmm. so they've got all these guests and like some of the guests these hoity toities like oh I've talked to this photographer he may be interested in your work. Ma, I'm posh and suave, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the mother like hey you you could show some appreciation dear you're looking very dour, and she's mm-hmm. like two of my friends have died in the last like, 48 <laughs> hours and yeah. she's like they're just friends and because it, it's like it's like oh yes the, the, the guy in the in the truck i heard it was drinking because they basically assume because it was a bottle of wine in the truck with the uh, thing his boyfriend that that's how he died he was just drink driving and the mother's like oh no she was just a friend and he wasn't uh seeing her you understand right yes <laughs> it, that, it seems to be a re- recurring theme there's always one shitty parent who who just doesn't yeah. care that the, the kids' friends are dying and how that's affecting their child, um, or even later on when the the boyfriend's parents want to take her baby from her. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, which by the way, her dad. There's some growth here for her dad. Alice's dad, who was a drunk in the last movie, is now sober and is now being a pretty good father figure to the point mm-hmm. where he's even really supportive about the baby. And he's just like, you know, it's you know, yeah, it'll be nice to have feet run around the house. Just don't make a habit of it. <laughs> One baby's yeah. enough. Right. Thank you. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I forgot about the uh, the graduation scene where he has to like lurk in the shadows because he's like so ashamed. He doesn't want like anyone to see him. Yeah, yeah, because she's like, oh, I didn't see. He's like, oh, I was hiding in the back behind the tree. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be like a cliche, you know, the, the drunk dad, you know, in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh, come on, dad, let's go get a photo. Um, what I thought was funny though, because it's like the, the the group of friends, you know, hard the boyfriend, uh, the nurse, the 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 you know the model girl, and the, the comic book guy. It's the the group of friends, right? And some of their parents are there. What I thought was funny though is that the the boyfriend's dad was like, "Here's a you know a, a coach from a college, he's a scholarship, you know this this dude," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh yeah, we'll talk about your game, son." He's like, you know, he, he's just there to talk about you know American football. That's all he's there for." But for some mm-hmm. reason, when they put this take this photo of the kids and their parents, he gets a chair and sits at the front. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't know these people. You don't know them. Yeah. You, you, you're there because you might like you know like pick this guy for your your team in college or whatever. But you're not. Like, that's it. That's all you are. You're a scout. Yeah. Why is it? Is. <laughs> but it, it takes a seat and sits down in the middle of this photo. Like, oh, I'm here. I might as well just be in it. Yeah. Yeah. That is weird. <laughs> it just it's, it's just he helps himself. That's all I've said. He helps yeah. himself to be in the photo. I don't understand why. It's weird. Maybe maybe freddy was suddenly controlling him 
that's true. He is conceived in the opening scene because the, 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 the title's an <laughs> intercut with the sex scene, which intercuts yeah. with uh, the, the flashback to Amanda Kruger being left in the mm. asylum. Which, by the way, she's literally... like. When they told us this story in Dream Warriors, it sounded like a really mm-hmm. haunting like accident. Like, oh my god, no one knows she was left behind. In mm-hmm. this flashback, it's really goofy where the two guys who are locking up are like, mm-hmm. oh, we need to do a head count of the prisoners. Oh, that's fine. Let's go home for Christmas. And they just yeah. leave. <laughs> and she's just left. She's just in the, the crowd of the criminals. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this just feels super like lame compared to what we heard. Yeah. Like, it, it felt super like creepy before. And this flashback yeah. of it was just kind of like... That's just for like mm. a com a sitcom moment of no. like, no, don't go. Oh, oh, oh well, <laughs> I'm stuck with a bunch of criminals. Yeah, first of all, it's pretty gross that like no one wanted to see the scene. Like no one did. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> and then, uh, but second of all, yeah, like it's it, it's not creepy. It is super like like she screams for them like two seconds after they close the door. Like the guys like really like you know couldn't go. Hey, well, hey, wait a minute. But like um. Also, it's like, I don't know how like asylums work or whatever. I mean, maybe it's a different time, but it's like they don't have their own individual rooms. Like they all just like leave them in this big giant like locked up place. Yeah, I mean, this would have been what, like the 50s, the 40s, something like that? Yeah. Maybe even the 30s actually, thinking about it. I can't remember when they said this happened, but they were just thinking Mm -hmm. like Freddy has to grow up before he does his thing and then the parents all kill him. Like, you know, like... True. It's time ago. I, I, although it, it it does feel like a movie thing. It doesn't feel like this is based on any real asylum. This feels like it's just yeah. what their movie logic wanted for the sake of the scene. Yeah, yeah. It needs to be realistic. Like when you just you know uh, chain your inmates to the ground. <laughs> uh, and you just re- uh, heard there first why Tim won't be writing any books on uh, the mental health crisis and and how we should <laughs> deal with it. Hey, I'm just referencing the new Halloween movie. <laughs> yes, that's okay. That's a, that's a reference. That's a reference. All right. And then uh, you did remind me too early about another one of uh, Freddy's classic lines, where uh, the the guy driving, uh, you know, and then it crashes into the truck or whatever, and then uh, Freddy says, "Don't dream and drive." Which is all right, yeah. Okay. Uh, that was that was that was virgin <laughs> on the cheese too cheesy side for me. It's good advice, though. You gotta admit. Oh sure, yeah. Don't 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 drive and sleep. Yeah, so it's, it's a yeah. good point. <laughs> but you know, there's a bit of the cheesy side, I guess, uh, at that point. Uh, anything else you want to add, Tim, about Nightmare on Elm Street Part Five? Um, nah. I mean, we covered most of it. Um. There's the um, yeah like the one friend uh, doesn't die but then she does have like some close calls and then uh, I did kind of like uh, I felt like it was like a little bit of a wasted opportunity when um, she's on the high dive and she you know dives down and then the water disappears like oh it would have looked really cool just to see her like splat yeah go splat yeah uh, but yeah that's all right I like a good splat time you know what I do yeah <laughs> who doesn't? yeah uh, yeah so that's I mean ultimately I think it suffers because. The plot's not very good. It feels very forced. The way to bring him back, the way to defeat him feels forced. It doesn't have a good through line like the last movie did. There's no fun inventive element to it where it's like, oh, so she gets these powers over the course of the movie. It never feel, never really feels that the characters get to fight back, even though there's a clear opportunity to like have her use the fact that they can't hurt her because she's, you know, immune to anything because Freddy has to keep her alive. They never really play with that, and that's a big shame. Um, 
but ultimately I think it's just kind of uh, the, the pacing's kind of murky and I, like so much of this one just blends together for me like I can't separate like the sections of the movie as much in my head it just all kind of blurs and whatever it's not the worst thing ever though it's just kind of like a, a sure. very typical really sh- you know mediocre to shitty horror sequel but it's not like yeah. and a, a, like oh my god this is one of the most disastrous things I've ever seen uh, yeah. but I can't really recommend it either so I guess that's where mm. we are yeah, I mean, I, I give it. I mean, I, I agree like with what you're saying, but um, but I, I do give it a light recommend because I, I still like the kills. And um, if you're a fan of the, you know, franchise, it's definitely, you know, you'll you'll probably get like at least some enjoyment out of it. Which leads to the rating of. I think I'm gonna give it. <laughs> I imagine you probably think it's maybe a little too high, but I think I'm gonna give it a. Five. I'm kind of dancing between five, five point five, but I think I'll just go like a, like a five, five for the fifth movie. Uh, yeah, again, I, <laughs> I, I can't. I can't argue Tim, with if you, movie, Tim, I do like it. I'll tell you this now: if you give the sixth movie a six, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> right. Well, oh, you, you might be surprised when I think about that movie. We'll see. Mm. <laughs> um, my rating for this movie: I think I'm, like, I'm not going to be super like tough on it but i i think yeah a four out of ten is kind of where i'm sitting it's not a good yeah. movie i wouldn't recommend it um sure i, I think i think after four now I, I would just say skip to new nightmare and you know mm-hmm. you know skip five mm-hmm. and six because five is bad and then six is oof well six you'll find out what we think about six next time we come go. back to the franchise yeah. um, just go do yourself a favor just go right to the remake You'll be happy. Oh god, I've never <laughs> seen the remake, and we're going to do the remake after we oh. finish. So, well, get ready. <laughs> oh, I'll get ready. I'll get ready for that, indeed. Hmm. The question is: Is do I hate myself uh, enough to be a completionist and actually buy the remake? Oh, don't do it, Tim. <sighs> well, we're gonna have to watch it. So... Yeah, st- stream it for free if you can. If not, mm. find the cheapest rental possible. Mm. Maybe I'll see like what used copies are looking like on Amazon. Uh, well, not... that, that's good because that doesn't go to the 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 uh, people who make it. That goes to the person who is reselling oh. it. So yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. Yes, <laughs> do, do not give them any money or as little money as humanly possible for for. Uh, yeah. the I mean, remake. hey, you, you haven't seen it yet. You might like that's it. That's true. That's true. I might love it. <laughs> I've got a funny feeling I'm not going to, but yeah, you never know. Uh, so yeah, so that's a five and a four out of ten. So we're definitely dipping yeah. down here. Pete, can you, uh, I don't know, you, your fancy tech skills or whatever, can you end this episode by uh, putting in some special effects where you just start glowing blue and then go into my stomach? <laughs> I mean, I can make myself glow blue. I don't know about making it go into your stomach, though. That may be a bit beyond my uh, visual effects capabilities at this point in time. All right, well, it would have been nice. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> <laughs> where was i even going i can't I don't even know that was such a weird request um give us money is what you're about to say oh yeah patreon.com give us money <laughs> uh, patreon.com slash tv you can go and support us there uh and you can get some some you know voting rights as a monthly vote for episodes um and we're still trying to think think of new things to add for streams after midnight specifically that we can we can tempt you with if i might even talk to tim about some ideas uh after we're done recording but you can go and send you some old clothes or something i don't know yeah you can get tim's underwear at the uh the extreme <laughs> high tier of 500 dollars. he'll send you some used underwear 
<laughs> yeah, why not? And he won't wash it, he promises. Nope. <laughs> you get the scent of pure Tim. Ooh. Hey, I mean, if you're willing to pwn up that money, why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? So uh, you can do that, of course. If you don't, if you can't do that, don't feel bad though, because you can, of course, uh, like, subscribe, comment, all these other things. All of it helps. All of it supports the channel and the show and what we do. Um, so thank you very much. Um, but yeah, so there. So yeah, thanks once again for watching and listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, guys, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>